0: You've been listening to Ken Lane, the Mountain Gardener. Green thumbs learned while working in the Family Garden Center. Now welcome back to the Mountain Gardener.
1: And back with Lisa Waters Lane. She's in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. Just what are people asking, talking about out in the gardens, in your neighborhoods, and if we can share that, maybe gain some insight, some knowledge, that's what this segment's all about. So welcome back, Lisa. Thank you. My favorite gal, you're you're uh, enjoying those. We're going off, I guess, to enjoy those grandkids, Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. the holidays, the turkeys, the hams, the... The yams, the the broccoli casserole at the Waters house. Mm-hmm. There's an old family recipe that just every gathering is uh, board games. It's required. A lot of board games and and, <laughs> uh, and, and broccoli casserole. Yeah.
0: No, I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't seen some of the grands in quite a while, so this will be fun to get to go see them.
1: So what do your grandkids call you?
0: They call me Yaya.
1: Yaya. And why do they call you Yaya? Is that a family name?
0: <laughs> or? Well, all the good ones were taken. So my mom is Nana, your stepmom was Mimi, and then there was Mama. And it's like what's left? There was kind of Opa, which is German, which could have worked. Or Oma. Maybe it's Oma. And then that's how
1: German we (laughs) are. None. (laughs) That Irish gene coming through. (laughs) Uh,
0: So we just kind of went with Yaya. It's more Greek. Yeah. and I'm sure I'm not saying it correctly. I'm yeah. sure if a Greek person, well, would all heard... of our Greek friends,
1: we apologize, <laughs> but we adopted the name for us, and that's how it goes. <laughs> I know it's Greek with an Irish.
0: <laughs> if yeah. I if I could go back, I would go Gigi. Oh, but I can't go back. I mean, our oldest grandchild's twelve. There's no going <laughs> back at this point. So, yeah, yeah, works. Yeah. They all use it.
1: But so, they, you know what I find it's it's easy for very young, yeah, first vocabularies. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy for kids to get. It's like, like it just like kind of. Yeah. It yeah, yeah. just kind of comes.
0: And then they call me the great and powerful. Ya.
1: Great, yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. We won't go down that, that path or, or that probably isn't as good over the airwaves as. Probably
0: not, <laughs> but I like it.
1: <laughs> so things, the holidays are great with the yes. lanes and loud kind of go together. We love getting together. We love yeah. each other. We love hanging out with each other and not just, on our cell phones we actually like playing, playing games and swimming other. and activity yeah. and ice skating and going hiking around and mm-hmm. we, we love being with each other and being loud. Yes it should be a it's lot fun. of fun and oh, exciting lots of fun yeah garden questions do we have okay. anything going on that's super interesting and challenging <laughs> that'd be great
0: well I do <laughs> okay. okay here's here's a challenging one for you these are always is nature is weird kind of thing no. so <laughs> uh Lauren lives out in Chino they have Three Diodor cedars that they've had in the ground just over two years. Yeah. Two look fabulous; they're beautiful. Yeah. One of them, half of this one side of the tree is is browning out. Gotcha. Needles are are crispy; they're falling off. Yeah. The other half, if you looked at it from one side, it's beautiful.
1: Hopefully, it's a side you get from inside patio <laughs> or,
0: <laughs> or from the, back the deck or whatever, right? <laughs> but wants to know. What do you think is causing that? Yeah. Is, is there any hope for it Yeah, coming yeah. back from that's that?
1: So, so you'll find plants often are stressed on one side. This is not just eat or cedar. This just plants in general. Stress on one side, healthy on the other. That is directly a root issue. So something's going on in the soil that's causing that to happen. And the roots on that side can't feed that side of the plant as well as the other side that looks so good Mm -hmm. so what's what causes that well bugs for one grubs Mm -hmm. gophers so pocket gophers can eat some roots on it Mm -hmm. anything that's affecting eating structurally changing the roots of that plant where it can't feed that part of the plant as well Mm -hmm. can cause it so number one thing i'd look at is grubs you know there's a little white worm that gets in there and you dig a test hole around the side you see if you see if you see one little white worm it's that's it come in right away before it kills the plant or spreads to your others Mm -hmm. and get some grub killer very easy to control you sprinkle it on water it in takes your problems are all gone the plants will come out next spring and thrive okay if it's not that gophers if you see mounds of dirt around the root ball this is an underground rat called a pocket gopher <laughs> that eats the roots of your plants. So they're not good. They deserve to die. Get rid of them. Trap them, bait them, smoke them. Otherwise, destroy them. Don't let them or their heirs come anywhere close to your Theodore Cedars. That's a problem. When you're treating your plants, don't just treat the one. This These things can easily spread down the line. So you want to treat all three of your Theodore Cedars, not just one. Lauren, please come talk to us. Um, then what do we get into? We get into the weird, as you uh-huh. said, nature is weird. Could be a soil. Some Something's going on with the soil. It doesn't perk as well. There's a rock shelf there. The contractor buried some trash that's some, some concrete or something that's leaching out, some alkalinity. Something funky is going on underneath the ground that's affecting that side of the roots that are not allowing the roots to grow and thrive like they were. Okay, what do you do? No matter what you do, here's here's two things you want to do right away. One, uh, humic, humic acid, H-U-M-I-C, humic. It's a a granular product. It looks like mocha. It looks like coffee grounds. Mm -hmm. You sprinkle it underneath the the roots, and it helps feed the roots so the the plants want to root more in the surrounding soil. That's going to help you. They're still rooting now through the end of the year. And it's going to set the stage for new root growth. They'll start rooting again sometime in March, Mm -hmm. into February, March. And so encourage more roots. Humic helps with that. And then fertilize, fertilize, fertilize. You're going to need to fertilize, use all purpose plant food. We make a specific organic just for evergreens. It'll thrive with that. So all purpose plant food is a granular or organic food. It's got cottonseed meals and bird guano, it's going to help it elongate, grow new growth next spring. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're putting the food on now and again in March, in fact I'd do both, humec and all-purpose food now and in March, and then pray for it, nurture it, play at Mozart, do all that gardener stuff we do to help it grow for next spring's growth. And, and my guess is if you do a couple if you're if you're engaged, you're out there, mm-hmm. you're looking at it, you know it's stressed. and, and you're looking at those plants they're going to recover and be just fine. Is it going to be kind of weird for a season or two as it tries to regrow and and, and calibrate Mm -hmm. for this tree? It might be a a year or two, but I think think if you set the stage right now for next spring's growth, you can easily recover pretty quick, but something's stressing out that plant at the root level. You're seeing it start with grubs, start with pocket gophers out in Chinovales, like, Go for heaven out there! Don't let them eat your roots. Mm-hmm. Come in, and we can show you how to how to get rid of them, and then go to baiting. No matter what, humect and food will help it kind of recover next spring. Okay. There you go. So
0: Rob has a question. He's considering putting in a or using a living tree this year oh, for Christmas. Yeah, good idea. Uh, he wants to know what are the key points he needs to keep in mind as he considers a
1: living tree. Well, first of all, get a living tree that looks like a Christmas tree because you're going to use it for the holidays. You said holiday. That's fine. Yeah. And Get one that's for here. So you're going to see holiday plants everywhere. spewed out, especially yeah. the mass merchants. Man, they're going to get a phoenix tree up here, mm-hmm. greenhouse grown tree, one that's only meant to be for a house plant. I'm assuming this is going out in the yard. So get one. Get spruce, junipers, cypress, cedars, firs. Come talk to us. Mm-hmm. Get the right variety that's hardened off, that's acclimated for here. Yep. Use it the way you want. Uh, we say keep it outdoors until a week prior. If you're going to use it as a physical tree, put presents under it indoors. Don't keep it indoors too long. These are outdoor plants. So keep it in for about a week and bring it back outdoors and then plant it after Christmas. So, so, mm-hmm. you know, January, whatever, it will be fine. Um, and then plant it. Go ahead and dig the hole twice as wide, same depth. We got a planting guide that gets a mulch. You're gonna water it a couple times a month, do all that kind of stuff, and then it will live for decades and decades. It'll out, it'll outlive you and I easily mm-hmm. out into the future. But spruce, Colorado spruce is number one seller because it looks like a Christmas tree. Actually, spruce is number one most popular house or, or, or a holiday plant. Alberta spruce. Is a cuter, smaller one. It's number one seller, mm-hmm. mainly because spring is just like we can't keep them in stock for container plants mm-hmm. as a as a foundation kind of plant. They'll they'll do great now too, tabletops that kind of stuff. So come see us. We can get show you how we got a handout on how to do yeah. it, it. Has
0: a few more that kind of stuff. On yeah, we can
1: mm-hmm. give you an insider tip. We so got we got families that have dozens. They've mm-hmm. been doing this for years with success and you can too. Mm -hmm. Ken Lane, the Mountain Gardeners, be right back, right after this. More luxurious evergreens in the yard look no further than waters.
0: We have a luscious selection of evergreens that look their best in winter. So you can enjoy a beautiful landscape, no matter the cold.
1: Locally grown for stunning appearance and ability to thrive in cold weather.
0: Perfect for that touch of luxury your neighbors are sure to be jealous of.
1: Luxurious Evergreens at Waters Garden Center in Prescott and watersgardencenter.com. Your
0: one-stop shop for evergreens. Visit us today.
1: If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.
0: You're listening to Ken Lane, a.k.a. The Mountain Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Garden Center. Listen each week as he answers timely garden questions unique to mountain gardens.